Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Glory Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. And this is a weekly word. And I am so glad that you are with me today because we are talking about things you did not learn in Sunday school about Simon Peter. Sometimes simply known as Simon, sometimes simply known as Peter. He's also known as Cephas, uh, depending upon who's writing about him. Uh, but he was a fisherman. He was an apostle. He was one of Jesus' 12 disciples, uh, those men that Jesus chose to go with him during his earthly ministry, uh, who would serve as witnesses to his resurrection after his death and resurrection and his ascension into heaven. And Peter was also a martyr. He's a, a person who died for the faith. Uh, when we think about Peter, we think about his impetuousness. We think about his courage. We think about his faith. Fear. We think about his failures. He, he's a very interesting person, uh, and there's a lot that goes on in his life and in his ministry and in his relationship with Jesus. I, I think about when Jesus called Peter, and according to the Gospel of Luke um, in chapter 5, uh, he calls him as he's out preaching and teaching, and one day as he's preaching on the, the shore of, of Galilee, he gets into one of the boats, Peter's boats, pushes off from shore just a little bit, kind of treats the boat as a pulpit and lets the people sit on the, uh, on the shore as a kind of a natural amphitheater. And he preaches to them and he teaches them. And, uh, and then when he's done, he says to, uh, to Peter, hey, let, let's put out and we'll go for a catch of fish. The trick being that Peter's already been up all night fishing because that's when you catch fish. Uh, he's a commercial fisherman. He, he is an expert. This is his trade. And, uh, and he says, I've been up all night fishing. We didn't catch anything. But because you said so, I guess we'll go. And he goes out and they get this huge catch of fish so much that the, the nets are tearing and he's got to call his partners, James and John, another uh, couple of the disciples. And they, they bring in the fish. And when Peter sees this, he is so overwhelmed by it that he falls at Jesus' feet and he says, Go away from me, Lord, because I'm a sinful man. I'm a sinful man. And Peter knows this about himself. And I, I think that, you know, this is something that's really important in him, that he, he recognizes his unworthiness. He, he often spouts off at the mouth and gets things wrong. But his relationship with Jesus is, is first and foremost that I'm a sinner that needs forgiveness and redemption. And Jesus' words to him are, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. He's going to use Peter, despite his sinfulness, in his grace and in his forgiveness. And it's a beautiful picture of redemption. Uh, another one of my favorite stories about Peter is uh, Jesus talking with the disciples. and he, he asks them, who do people say that I am? And uh, the disciples come up with a, a couple different answers. They say John the Baptist or one of the prophets from the Old Testament. And, uh, and he says, well, what about you? What about you? Who do you say that I am? And Peter pipes up and says, uh, you're the Christ. You're the Messiah. And uh, uh, in Matthew 16, uh, Jesus' response to him says, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon, son of John, uh, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven did. And I say to you, you are Peter. 
and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it, or the, the powers of, of the devil uh, will not have power to overcome the church. This is an important text because uh, the Roman Catholic Church uses this as a text to say that Peter is the first pope. Um, I do take exception with that, uh, and it's really based on what the text says. Uh, when Jesus changes Simon's name to Peter, uh, he says that your name is Petros, which is a masculine form of the word rock. You know, calls him rocky, I guess would be a good English translation of that. And then he says on this rock, Petra, which is a feminine version of that word, I will build my church. So when I look at that, you know, he says, you know, you're a rock, and on this rock, feminine, I, I will build my church. I think that actually refers back to his, his confession and not to Peter himself. Um, you know, but it's an important passage, and, and he does get it right. And he says that Jesus is the Messiah. And, and he proclaims that good news that we continue to proclaim to this day. That's our confession as well. Um, we know that as time went on right before Jesus' crucifixion, that... Um, Jesus predicted that Peter would betray him, deny him, uh, and he did. We can read about that in John chapter 18. Uh, John 18 records a, an, an interesting detail. Uh, it says that uh, when Peter was standing there with the others, that they were by a charcoal fire. And he betrays Jesus not once, not twice, but three times before the rooster crows. And then he goes out and he weeps bitterly. He's He's a sinful man. He knows this about himself. He recognizes that brokenness that's within himself, that disease that lives in us that needs uh, to be healed, that death that dwells within us that needs to be enlivened. And uh, after the resurrection, Jesus reinstates Peter. And we can read about this in John 21. And just as Peter denied Jesus three times, Peter is reinstated by Jesus three times with three questions. And again, it's after a great catch of fish, 153 of them, it says in the text. And interestingly, it takes place by a charcoal fire. And Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? Or variant on that question three different times. And each time he says, yeah, I love you. And Jesus responds, feed my lambs, shepherd my sheep, and feed my sheep. And he's telling him, I'm reinstating you. You are still one of my apostles. Go out and share this good news. And in that conversation, Jesus also, also says some things that are really important about Peter's death. He predicts his death. Uh, it goes like this. When you, are, when you grow old, uh, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will tie you and carry you where you do not want to go. And, and I think that's going to be important. We're going to come back to that in just a second here. Uh, after Peter is reinstated, we find that he is a leader among the, the, the people of the church. Uh, he's a very important leader, especially leading up to Pentecost. Uh, he preaches that day and 4,000 people come to faith. Uh, he's present for a baptism of a Gentile. He baptizes an entire household of non-Jewish people. And he stands before other leaders of the church to say, no, the, the gospel's for non-Jewish people as well. 
He's not the leader of the church in Jerusalem. That honor goes to James, it seems, uh, who we believe was Jesus' half-brother. Um, but, uh, but he is a leader, and he has a powerful voice to speak on behalf of the, uh, the, the, the non-Jewish believers that they could be uh, redeemed and saved and part of the kingdom of God. But he was a leader with clay feet as well. Um, he got things wrong. Uh, in fact, in Galatians, it tells us, uh, Paul writes in there, that he had to confront Peter because he'd kind of become hi hypocritical. At one point, he had very much embraced uh, the non-Jewish believers. And then when some Jewish leaders came, he kind of backed away from that. You know, uh, and, and Paul called him to repentance on that. And it would seem that he, he did repent. Uh, and and he, re he receives Paul's words as scripture. I, I think that that's an important part of his testimony. We think that, uh, in fact, part of that testimony takes place in First and Second Peter, where he is an old apostle who has spent his whole life feeding Jesus' lamb, shepherding his sheep, uh, and feeding those sheep as well. We think that he died in the mid-60s A.D., uh, according to the, the historical accounts. We don't have an actual biblical account of his death. But the early church testimony says that he was crucified. And you see how that matches with what was said in, in John chapter 21, that you will stretch out your hands and someone will tie you and take you where you do not want to go. Tradition says that when he realized that he was going to be crucified, he, he complained that he did not want the honor of dying the same way that his Lord Jesus had died. Uh, and he requested to be crucified upside down. And there are a number of church fathers that write about that he was crucified upside down. There's a, a really good uh, story, a fun story. Whether or not it's true, I, I'm, I doubt that it's true. But there is a story that on the day that Peter was crucified, he had the opportunity to flee the city of Rome. And that as he was heading out of town, he saw Jesus walking back into Rome. And that Jesus asks him the question, Quo vadis? Where are you going? And, uh, and Peter then, with this interaction with Jesus, has the courage to go back into the city to make that great martyrdom, that great testimony, where he would even give his life for the sake of the proclamation of Christ's resurrection. Um, that was actually made into a movie, I believe, in the 1950s. Um, and, and I think that this is part of what I find so compelling about Peter he's so obviously flawed. He's so obviously imperfect. And yet he stood on God's grace and he proclaimed Christ crucified and risen. And he had such confidence in Jesus' salvation that he's willing even to lay down his life for the sake of the gospel to proclaim, I have seen Jesus raised from the dead and that he is the Messiah that God sent to redeem us from sin and death. And as I think about his willingness to die for the faith, it strikes me as an example and as, a, as an inspiration to say that we can live for this faith with the same hope in Christ's forgiveness and in his promises. So I hope you learned something that you didn't know about Peter. Um, if this was something that was helpful and you know, you liked it or whatever, share it, uh, help somebody else to find it. And um, I hope you'll come back next week and God's blessings 
and thank you for being with me today.